The Tan and J-Man Show is excited to bring you an exclusive interview with two really good close friends of the show, two former Butler stud golfers, Andrew. One stud golfer. We'll, we'll get to that. That's not Andrew. very nice. Not very nice to Isabella. You should know Andrew and Isabella Eiler. Thank you for joining us. And you should know by now that Josh is a, Josh is a jerk. I'm an ass. I, I routinely text Josh during the show and I'm already and fired up about his, his usually his Reds Cubs takes. Yeah, he's the worst. My but. Reds Cubs takes are so fire. I'm surprised <laughs> they don't go viral. They're just so good. But uh, seriously, thank you both for taking time out of your busy schedules and joining us. And Josh has had this brilliant idea a week ago. We were talking about doing some interviews and he said, why don't we interview Andrew and Izzy? We've never really mm-hmm. talked about them, about their Butler golf career. I mean, two of yeah, our best friends were Division One athletes, and we've never really spoke about it. Well, thank you for having us. I'm an idea, man. Let's be uh, honest. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <as> he laughs. <laughs> well, idea, man, lead us off. I don't want to lead us. Yeah, let's go. I just did the whole intro. I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys played at Butler, um, golf at Butler, as I said. As Tanner said, I didn't say it. Actually, I have um, a lead in. <laughs> huh? I have a lead in. I don't know where you're going with this. I, I don't know where you're going with it either. <laughs> I'm guess. like Michael Scott tonight. Let's let's go back and let's revisit your high school careers real quick. So starting with Isabella first. Yeah. You're from the state of Wisconsin, and I apologize. I don't remember what high school you went to. That's fine. Catholic Memorial High School. There you go. Just tell us a little bit about your high school career and – well, where you uh, got the passion and the love for the game of golf, where did that come from to, to going forward? Yeah. So I originally started golfing at age three, if you can call that golfing. Sure. My dad was like, I bought you a set of plastic golf clubs and you just had a great swing. So I went with it. I'm like, sure. I think you wanted me to play golf regardless. <laughs> yeah, sounds, like it. It sounds like it. Smart he guy. Wanted, he wanted a golfing partner. Yeah, that's <laughs> can't blame the guy. Yeah. <laughs> So I started early, really enjoyed it, loved being out on the course and enjoying nature and also playing a sport. So it was great. And then ended up trying out for my high school team, was kind of nervous because it was the first time ever doing like a team because I know you guys had like kind of some middle school teams that you could participate in and we didn't have that for girls where I lived. So we ended up trying out for the high school team, made it onto varsity, which was pretty fun. Our coach was like watching me and another girl who was my same age, who both of us had played before. And we were like hoping to make varsity. And he was like, we got a tournament tomorrow. You guys ready to play? And we're like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So ended up doing really well playing on varsity and taking our team to state the first two years. And then we lost um, one of our seniors who was a junior and senior when I was a freshman and sophomore. So then I made it to state the last two years individually. Well, that's, those are quite accomplishments there, both for team and individually. And where did, uh, where are, I guess the Wisconsin state finals held what course they're held at the Madison golf course. So it's the, uh, Wisconsin university golf course holds it. And it's a really nice golf course, but it's held in October for the women's, season and it definitely snowed two times there. <laughs> well, I was gonna say a little chilly probably. Yeah. Over in Wisconsin is a hit or miss. Yeah. yeah. Uh so you had a really good high school career. Did you play a lot during the summers in high school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like obviously the set period that we could play that we weren't a part of the team because our season started a little bit in the summertime, but was playing a lot in the summer league. My dad was caddying for me, so <laughs> Always fun. Nice. <laughs> and so so you, you have a really good high school career. What other schools besides Butler, if any, did you have interest from and, and why 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 Butler in the end? What 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 made Butler so appealing? I looked at I wanted to stay in the Midwest because I wanted to be close enough to my family. One of the other schools I looked at was Dayton and then also Valparaiso. And I visited all three of those schools and just fell in love with Butler's campus and the golf coach. So he kind of pulled me in and loved the campus. And then they ended up going to the finals for basketball that year anyway, which I had already committed. So it was kind of like a win-win at that point. That would have been the 2010. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about that basketball season. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, But very cool. All three good schools, Dayton Flyers, Valparaiso Crusaders, of course, Mm -hmm. Butler Bulldogs. So, and then Andrew, I'm pretty familiar 
with your golf career, but uh, maybe the J-Man's not. So yeah. much. some of our listeners and viewers, tell us about your high school career. Heck, we could even throw back to middle school. Yeah, and, Ooh, man, I've got some middle school stories. Oh, so yeah. do I. Keep so playing, do I. boys. <laughs> and I guess, I guess um, what age did you get introduced into golf? I – I'm not really positive. I want to always say like five is my gen, my general answer. So my brother Austin's five years older than me. And somehow when he was like nine, 10, he started playing in like Indiana golf summer tournaments. And um, my dad was at work. My mom was a high school nurse. So she was home with us in the summers. And I kind of just had to tag along to the golf course and he'd go play his nine hole tournament. And I would kind of chip and putt or get a Coke and hang out and play my game boy in the, there you go. the pro shop. So I remember hanging out by the pool at Mill Creek when the pro shop was over there, um, right when Lyle probably became the pro, I was what, like, I think I was like, oh, uh, something like that. It was later. It was just, just, just it before was like, the, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah. I think I remember I got like my first set of like, I would say like real irons from him in like fourth grade or something like that. He'd only been there a couple years at most and it was still over by the pool. Yeah. So that was how I kind of got started following my brother, to the golf course, kind of getting drugged there. I I know you had an interesting decision to make because you were a pretty good baseball player growing up too. I liked it. Yeah. um, I probably liked baseball a lot more until about. um, Until you became teammates with me. Yeah, that's true. Could have been on the sand Nats with the J man. Yeah. Could have been. Um, Yeah. Through probably up until like sixth or seventh grade. Then um, I got, I was pretty lucky. I played in a, Mountain Dew tournament, like Indiana golf Mountain Dew tournament when I was going into sixth grade and I played with this tall lanky kid. He was like a foot taller than me. And he was, he was going into eighth grade. He was at Mishawak Marion. And I was uh, on my way to shoot about 99 at Erskine park in South Bend. And this kid shot 72 or something like that. And was very upset. And over like the six hour round, our moms were talking and, um, figured out like my mom figured out where he got where he was taking lessons and then called him up and took my first lesson and then I took probably went there for once once a week or probably at least probably three times a month for I don't know the next six years basically um and that that one kid that we ended up he ended up winning state his uh his name was Adam Summerall he won state I think his freshman year and finished second or third and ended up going on to play at Duke so I was pretty uh pretty lucky just good timing there, and that was kind of when things clicked, and I took golf a little more seriously then. Yeah, I know we we had some really good middle school teams mm-hmm. um, playing. Yeah. Of course, I was a year older than you in school. Um, we had a lot of fun. I, I won't bring up what happened at conference my eighth grade year. Raccoon run. That's okay. <laughs> hey, what just What's you? That's a defining moment, as Tin Cup would say. The, the moment defined me, I think, yeah. You, you weren't the only one. There was another teammate that took yep. uh, double digits on that hole. So I, I broke 60. I'm pretty proud of that. With yeah, a, that, that, that was really a, cool. Like an 18 on a hole, and I shot 57 or something. Yep. So I was pretty happy with that. I don't think the other one broke 60. I don't know. I, I just remember uh, Coach Bob Miller. You, you guys you guys are favored by 20 strokes, and you blew it. You blew it. That's all I remember after the game. He's like, or after the match, he's yelling at us. I, I have it. nightmares. Because I'm just like I have the cornfield right and the entire golf course. I could have hit the ball a mile left and would have been and made like six. Yeah, yeah, good times. But yep. uh, then going into high school, you go to Culver Culver Military Academy. Yep. yep. So we uh, went through qualifying. We had a couple. We were kind of older. We had two or three seniors, and I squeaked out like number five. I think it was really close. But uh, I got the edge. I was fortunate because the first tournament was at Rock Hollow, and I had played there. So the the coach took me, and I don't I don't remember much about the round other than that I think I finished second on the team with like an eighty six or something like that, and nobody played very well. And then I was in I was settled in the top five for the rest of the year after that. But uh, it was fun. Was that the Rochester Invitational? It was the one at was that it was the Hall of Fame. Was yeah, Rock, yeah. at Rock Hollow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember we played there, yeah. and then. Uh, we went to Stonehenge the week after, and it was like 30 degrees and cold and windy, and we're laughing on the range. We're like, oh, we're not playing, and get the whole like 16. We're like, yeah, we actually played, and it started to snow, and I was like, we're freaking finishing this thing. Yeah, yeah, that uh, those early uh, April tournaments, I don't miss those at all. Those were yeah. the worst. 
But, but yeah, you went on to have a really good year or year and career at CMA. Yeah. I remember we were paired together one time in a nine hole match at Mill Creek. And I don't even know if I broke 50. I played awful, but I remember you played. I think you shot 37. So yeah. typical, typical. But uh, same question I gave uh, Isabella. Why, why Butler and what other schools were you looking at? So I was kind of all over the place. I, um, I walked on and I was pretty much walking on everywhere. So all the schools I was looking at, um, so I was between, I looked at like Miami of Ohio and Dayton as well. That um, would have been something if you yeah. both went to Dayton and still, uh-huh. that, would, that would have been something. <laughs> we wouldn't have known. That would have been like, oh man, we almost both went to Butler and it could have ended up the same thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but it came down to me. Um, I went, I was between Butler and then Rollins College just outside Orlando. Um, they were a D2 school that we went and visited. I think my, spring break of my senior year because the golf coach wanted to meet and we talked and it was a campus was incredible. And then I kind of started looking and they were, they were really good. And um, they, they would get a bunch of big transfers from like Oklahoma state, Texas tech. I think they just had guys that were really good and then got into trouble at other schools and transferred to, so that, that kind of uh, weighed sweat pushed me away, but then it was, yeah, driving through Indianapolis, it was close. I didn't, it always, and I never, I never imagined myself getting having to get on a plane to go to college. Um, so Butler was a was a good fit. It was big city. I liked liked being around Indianapolis, and it was an opportunity. It was a good school, good business school, and it was a place I'd have a chance to play. And that was kind of also at Rollins. I really liked the school, but it was like, oh man, I, I want to go somewhere where I'm gonna have a chance to play. And uh, Butler was a good mix of that. It was a good school and had that chance and. Um, the Butler golf coach, Coach Mattingly, was very fair and was a funny guy. So he's a good salesman. I vaguely remember you visiting Villanova too, didn't you? Yeah, yep. I went out to Villanova. Um, and they were – that was interesting because they uh, – their golf coach at the time, it was like a uh, – it was they treated it almost like club. I don't think they had a women's team. So they didn't have scholarships because they couldn't offer scholarships. And then um, – they like requalified every year. So that was interesting. Like, so they're even like, you could go out and be number one on the team last year, but coming in, if you shoot, you'd have a terrible week of qualifying and you're number nine. Sorry, you're off the team. And I was like, wow, that's a whole, like, I get it. But I mean, cause golf, it's, it's a sport where there's a number, but uh, I, I don't know. I didn't get like a great feeling from the coach out there. And it was just a kind of a weird field. The guy, he was really nice, but he, and actually it was worked out really well. Cause he actually, he left. Um, like the year after I visited, I think he was, he was in charge of like Philadelphia first tee, like the whole thing. And then he became in charge of like Pennsylvania. Like he got like a oh, huge wow. step up in that. So, um, another really nice guy, but I think he, he had other aspirations and that was good for him, but yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Um, good memory talk- here, man. <laughs> um, starting to talk about your college career a little bit. Uh, you guys both, when you went to Butler, you guys were in the Horizon League. Yeah. And then the men's team went to the Atlantic 10. And then the Big East, the girls' yeah. team started in the Horizon, then went to the MAAC, and then the Big East. Uh, can you guys speak a little on what uh, the transition to a new conference is kind of like? And you almost did it every year that, you were that's there. That's crazy. No, I was, hoping, I was hoping the Big Ten my senior year just to get yeah. to it before. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up. Go for it. Since you have you have different conferences. Yeah. So it was nice to start off in the Horizon League because the girls had made it to regionals the last the year before us. And so I was like, we have a good shot. We still have a great team. And we put on me and Jenna Peters, who were both good golfers. So I was like, we still have a good chance of making it and winning conference and going to regionals. So it was nice to start in the Horizon League. And then we did make it to regionals that year and got to play at Ohio State. And then the next year when we were in the MAAC, we were like, well, let's just win it because we're only here one year. So, <laughs> yeah, because at that point we knew that we were going to the, yeah, they, the Big East. It was yeah. kind of awkward to be at that <clears throat> conference tournament because they knew we were leaving for the Big East. So it was kind of like, you're here, but we know you're leaving. So we're not going to give you all the benefits of being here. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, it was kind of fun to win the Horizon League and then the MAAC. And then the Big East was a little more difficult because they had a lot more scholarships on the other women's teams. Villanova still doesn't have a women's team. So they oh, yeah. they were not one of the teams that we played against. But there were a lot of teams who had a lot, of, lot more money to put into their girls' programs. So it was a little more difficult for us 
especially since we started losing money um, in women's golf. So, yeah. So coming from the small, like a smaller conference, like the rising, the way like college golf works is pretty much you have to win your conference to move on to the NCAA regionals because it's all based on rankings and like what teams you beat. So because we're not playing in the top tournaments where the top 10 golf schools or that we're not beating the rank to not getting up the ranking. So pretty much if you win your conference tournament, you move on to the NCAA regionals where there's 16 teams. Is that right? At each regional. Yeah, it was over. Okay. Was 24. Like, yeah. I think it was like 24 and there were four or five regionals and then the top four from each would move on something like that. But so pretty much so for Isabel, they won the horizon league her freshman year to move on to regionals. Um, the men with us in horizon league, we did, we were, middle we did okay our freshman year but what was interesting was when we knew going i think spring was it spring of our of our freshman year we knew that we were leaving the horizon league i think but we were told it was going to be after our sophomore year and then it real quickly became like nope we're actually going to the a10 in like two months because uh the horizon league wasn't going to let us like any like butler play in any conference sports um because we were leaving. So we were, it was going to be like a year of just like a wasted year. So Butler then worked it out with the A-10 and the A-10. And I don't know if it was Fox or one of the TV networks kicked in a bunch of money for Butler to get out of, I think. Um, so I think they had to pay something, pay a penalty to the Horizon League, I think, to leave early based on notice or something. But um, so that was interesting. That was kind of fun to go from like, oh, crap. We're OK, we'll be cool. We'll be in the A-10 in a year. But no, it's like, never mind. We're going to be in the A-10 in three weeks. Um <laughs> It doesn't change a whole lot um, as far as like the schedule. So we still play pretty much regional tournaments. Um, it didn't change our schedule too much other than conference. We still play a lot of Illinois, Ohio, Kentucky tournaments with a couple trips to Florida and like South Carolina, North Carolina. Um, so really we didn't see like I, the A-10 teams. We, since we already had like our tournaments scheduled for us, like we didn't see any of like the A-10 teams until pretty much uh, – conference in down in florida in april i don't know was dayton i don't know was dayton in the a10 i don't remember i think they were. yeah so we went to dayton's tournament so that might have been the only a10 team that we would have seen i think really so and then uh moving on to the big east was fun it was exciting just because that was big for basketball and we're like oh this is cool um a bigger conference keep moving up so that was fun and you mentioned isabella played uh, in the ncaa regional um, I, was it your freshman and sophomore year you played in it? Mm-hmm. Um, what was that kind of like? Did you feel that added pressure? It was interesting because it was – you could definitely tell – like some of the tournaments we played in were not as competitive schools, so it wasn't that huge mindset of I'm out here to win and beat everybody versus when you went to regionals, you could tell everybody was out for the win. Um, but it was really cool to play with people who like – clearly were at the top of their game and could watch them play and play alongside them and compete with them. So it was fun to do that in regionals. We had it at Ohio state and then we were in Oklahoma our sophomore year. What were your favorite courses to play while in college? Mine was definitely crooked stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she had some success at crooked stick. Yeah. If we could you both did, didn't you? Yep. No, I didn't have nearly as much there. That was my one college win. That was Isabella's like three of six Ooh, or something. Wow. Mm. Yeah. You mean, you mean Andrew hasn't got you a membership there? Sadly, no. So she, I don't know. She's the one who I, she's got the connection. I keep saying like, it's all up, it's up to her. Like, come on. I feel like she, she won three tournaments there. I think there's like an honorary membership, I think, that's yeah. like just own the course. Just I think, show up with the trophies and be like, can I play? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I assume that was your favorite tournament then too. Yeah, it was nice. It was fun because it was like a it was the Big Four tournament, so it was four Indiana schools. I don't even remember all the because um, they were different for you and me. Yeah, well, that's just because. So it was it was a four. I don't know the tournament had been going on for fifty years. No idea how it started, but it was Butler, DePaul, Wabash, and um, oh. Hanover for the men, and I think Franklin instead yeah. of Wabash for the mm-hmm. girls. Obviously, because Wabash doesn't have women. Um, yeah. Right? Is that Franklin? Thanks. So. Yeah, or Hanover. So. Yeah. Sorry, I don't remember. Yeah, it's all good. It's been a but few years. I love that course. It was beautiful. And then, like, we got to the BMW was there our sophomore year, so it was fun to like watch the pros play on it as well after oh we had gosh. already played it. So it was nice to see how they played holes that we had played, and obviously they hit it a lot farther than we do. So it was mm-hmm. cool to watch how 
the course look to them compared to us. They made and, it look and so to see easy. Set up, and to see yeah. the setup too, yeah. Plus, plus uh, Isabella's favorite golfer, original favorite golfer, I guess, had some success there. Okay, John Daly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say she models. She models her game. Have you ever seen Isabella's swing? It's a little, little long, John, like that, like esque. I, I think she would beat John in a driving accuracy competition. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you my dad had actually emailed somebody who was re- like not related to John Daly, but someone who was in connection with him and was like, "Hey, I'm really wanting to get my daughter a yardage book, one of the like leather ones that flip up for." your um, course book. And he was like, can I order one with John Daly's like logo on it with the lion with the big long swing? And they were like, well, we'll have to talk to John about it. And apparently they ran it past him and he was able to buy it. Like it definitely was expensive, but like he allowed him to have the actual logo on it. So I have like my name with John Daly's logo on it. So it's really cool. (laughs) That's That's really cool. That's really cool. And he yeah. also had a picture from his 1991 win at the Crooked Stick PGA, golf course. Yeah. So I always took a picture with my trophy next to him. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. Mullet, think, mullet and all. Yeah. I think in like a Reebok sweater probably, <laughs> oh, right? Like, doesn't your dad have a story about that? Wasn't your dad yeah, there? Yeah. My dad and my uncle went down and like, this was like on a Thursday, maybe yeah. the Friday. And nobody was following John. And all of a sudden they're walking like in the, in a wooded area and John hits his ball up here and he comes up and, Walks up and kind of hikes up his pants. Looks like I'm in a little bit of trouble, trouble here, aren't I, fellas? And then he hits just a nice punch. But Dad said he was yeah. just hilarious. And uh-huh. Nice you could be. And then he just his, his fandom took off after that yeah. win. But yeah. what was your favorite course, Andrew? Or do you also Crooked Six? Um, no? Crooked Six up there. Not, probably not my favorite. Um, Wolf Run in Zionsville was one that we only played at the tournament once. Definitely not like my best tournament, but. Uh, that course was just – it was a lot of fun. And then Kalawasi Island, where the Big East was my junior and senior year, was was a fun. It's down in um, – off the coast in South Carolina, kind of in the middle. I think we flew into Savannah. I think it's kind of in the middle of, like, Savannah and Charleston. It was kind of off the middle of nowhere, like, on this island that um, there was a guy from Indianapolis that had, like, a house that he let us stay because there's nothing else. And he had a, a guest house, and it had, like, a pier that was probably, like, 100 yards, like, out into the ocean, basically, or – brackish i think it was a river technically but like high tide low tide it came up and it was really cool but um that course was a lot of fun as well that one like that was always the greens were probably the best greens that we played on every year like they got them going so quick um and just perfect that's where the pga is next year kawasi island or the ocean course you're thinking kiwa I'm thinking Kiwa. Yep. yep. I do the same thing. <laughs> I, I after it, uh, I said it, 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 I knew, uh, So yeah. we did go to Kiwa my freshman, sophomore year. We didn't get to play the ocean course. We were at another resort course there. We got to go see the ocean course. Okay. That did not look easy. <laughs> no. And you guys played a few holes at Whistling Straits one year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played our, like 13 or something. It was something, our freshman yeah. year. We got to play. Yeah, we, we we were paired together. That was the first yeah. time we ever played together. So. Oh, okay. Our first first college tournament. Yeah, we're on our way up to Green Bay for our first tournament. Um, another freshman on the girls' team was from Kohler that she got us on. And uh, unfortunately, since we were driving from Indianapolis, we didn't get to tee off in September until I don't know, or it must have been early afternoon. So we got to hole thirteen, and they came out and said, "Well, um, you can keep playing." but you'll get to about 15 green and it'll be dark and you'll be as far away from the clubhouse as you can get. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So they pulled us off, unfortunately, but that'd be one to go back. Mm-hmm. You remember how well you guys were playing? I think you were playing really well. You I, I started out really well. I think I birdied one or birdied two or something. Sure. And then I was, then I, I was like one under through like four. And then I was just started losing balls in the bunkers. Cause then, because there's, the, the tees were elevated and like you hit it down off the fairway and you're like, what, which bunker did it even go in? Did it go in a bunker? Like, is it caught up in like the Heather around it? But then it's like, I couldn't tell what bunker because the lines are just so visually challenging. It's like, I have no idea if I'm this bunker, that bunker 50 yards back. I don't know. Yeah. So then it's just a bogey train after that for me. I do think, I think that's my dad's favorite course he's ever played. He got to play the full 18 a couple of years ago and, just seeing the pictures he took were breathtaking, and mm-hmm. I know I know you guys got head tickets to this year's Ryder Cup. Um, yeah, next year now. Next year, yeah. Now it's back on schedule, the original schedule. Yeah. Uh, because got of, off because of uh, yep. yep. So, yeah, yes, and well. gets it. I think it's the Olympics were pushed, right? They were delayed. Yeah, they were delayed. Yeah. 
Because I remember like a long, like back in the spring, I think before the Olympics were delayed, they were saying they should just delay the Ryder Cup then. And then you're off of Olympic year because then it changes the golf. But now, okay, never mind. Yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of big golf events. Hopefully, fingers crossed for next yeah. year. Yeah, next going to be exciting, like 12 months of golf. Yeah, definitely should be. Seven majors, a Ryder Cup, yeah. I remember you went to Scotland there, yep. Andrew, uh, one summer. <laughs> yeah. What was that experience like? What did you guys do over there? Played a lot of golf. It was a lot of fun. And, um, and what was your favorite course you played over there as well? Um, I, I probably the old course just because of the history and it was cool. And I, that was by far like the best round of golf I played over there. Uh, What'd you so shoot? We, I shot seventy-two, and I was probably with probably about forty putts. Uh, <laughs> It was funny. So like my brother went with Austin, went with us on the trip and we got a caddy for the old course. So he could tell us everything. And just, that was the only place I took a caddy because I just wanted the history. And it was a short chubby guy and he was hilarious. So then um, got to like the back nine and I was playing pretty well. And then I'd, I'd, I'd miss like an eight footer for birdie and he'd like stomp his foot and get mad. And then I, we found out after, I think the caddies have like bets. Like the <laughs> players, so I think he was getting pissed off at me because I wasn't making any putts. That's that's awesome. That yeah, was pretty thing. funny. So I was like, "Man, you're you're more upset about that birdie putt than I am." <laughs> yeah, dude, what's your problem? Yeah. So did the did the women not get to go? No, we went. We went at a different year, oh. so it was kind of like every two years one of the teams went. So the guys went before us. So I got to hear about everything before oh, yeah. I got there. You ruined it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. We didn't talk about it enough. But... <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were so annoyed hearing you guys talk about it. And then we finally get to go. And we're like, okay, this is great. But I'm also remembering everything the guys told us. So it's like, well, we have to do that. We have to do this. But I liked um, – I'm not sure. I liked King's Barnes a lot. I love that course. It was kind of – it wasn't the typical Scottish-looking course. There were some holes that looked like it, but – some of them were kind of like in this like weird woods grove. So it was not, it did not look like Scotland <clears throat> for part of the course, but the North Berwick was probably my other course that I really liked over there. It was along the sea as well, opposite of St. Andrews where it was. So it was kind of like this gulf that came in and it was on the opposite side and we could actually see, see St. Andrews from the other side, but obviously we couldn't actually tell where it was, but it was a really pretty golf course. Yeah. How much? Okay. How much beer did you drink while over there? <laughs> I probably didn't drink much, actually. Because yeah, I, I don't like beer. It's a clown question, J-Man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, what was your favorite pub? The Jigger Inn. Yeah. It's right off of 17 at, at St. Andrews. It's right by the hotel. So, um, the like, if you see the road hole, so they've got the road there and the, the rock wall that I think Miguel Anel Jimenez hit it off of. The Jigger Inn's like... 50 yards away, like down the fairway. So you're, you just sit there and have a pint and just make fun of people hitting bad wedges. And because that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Isabella, unfortunately didn't get to play the old course because yeah. they were there right before the 2015 open, open championship. Yeah. Oh. So we got to go. So to the, it was close. We went to the jigger in and everything. <laughs> and it was disappointing because we were there just, we weren't there early enough to actually play the course. And we weren't there late enough to actually see the golfers as they started to come in and practice. So we had gone to like the Jigger Inn, which is actually like right next to the Kohler Hotel. That's right along the 18th hole as well. And it was hilarious because I went with our friend Jenna from Kohler and she literally goes in and was like, oh, I'm from Kohler. Can I see the hotel? And they literally gave us a tour. They didn't know who we were. Oh, wow. like, this is awesome. <laughs> so that was fun. And then we had like left and we were on our plane ride out and Graham McDowell had like posted a picture of him drinking a beer at the Jigger Inn. I'm like, we just uh, yes, <laughs> it sounds to me like Andrew owes you a trip over there. Oh yeah, we've been He's talking about it for years. For years. Yeah, we've been talking about it for years. <laughs> yep. We were gonna go this summer actually, but I'm glad yeah. we didn't plan it because yeah. we weren't yeah. able to go anyway. Yeah. Sometime in the future. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll definitely do it again. That's a that's definitely trip of the lifetime when I mean, we went and have to do it again. Yeah. I think that's on my bucket list. I've never been out of the country, but that's on my bucket list to get over there and play some mm-hmm. golf. Absolutely. Who who was the best player you guys played against or were paired with in a group? Good question. College or any tournament? Yeah, any tournament. Okay. <clears throat> Me. <laughs> Eric Lee. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, off. Done. Interview over. No. He's pretty good. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I, guess, I don't remember much from mine. I can say in high school, there were two Wisconsin girls golfers who ended up turning pro, like other than Jenna Peters, who were Casey Daniels and Alyssa Farrell. And they like played lights out whenever I played with them. They were like either par or less than par. One of them went to Michigan and the other one went to Stanford. So they were really good and then ended up uh, turning pro and making some good money on the tour. Well, just say that Farrell, that Farrell name sounds familiar. She's She's a brother, like, didn't she, yeah, there's brothers. That, both that of them online, actually yeah. have brothers that okay. tried to play. I, I don't know their careers. I think they ended up being pretty good pro as well, but obviously it's a lot more different on the guy's side. You have to be like 10 under par basically all the time. Yeah, I guess mine would probably be Adam Summerall, the one who my friend I played with in middle school and then high school a few times. He went to Duke. Um, outside of that, I had a, I have a funny story of a guy. I have no idea who – I don't remember what his name or what he did after, but at our uh, – this is just a funny story. He um, he won our spring break tournament in Jacksonville, Florida, my sophomore year. So we, we drive down to Jacksonville in mid-March. And it was, a, it was from Bethune-Cookman, which is a D3 NAI school in Florida. And this guy was like 6'5 and like just jacked. Like he should have been like a – a college linebacker is what he looked like. He just hit the ball so much further than me, and he won the tournament by like eight shots. Or something. I don't know, but no, he actually he won a playoff. I but he, um, didn't he lose in the playoff because he hit it over, he hit it the, over green. the green? Yeah. So the <laughs> but okay. So anyway, so, I don't know. Yeah, he, he, maybe he beat me by like twenty. I don't know. So like the one of like the sixth hole or something is his par five that uh, out of bounds on the hole left, and there's a creek that cuts in front of the green like 150 yards. It's straight into the wind, and I go like driver four iron layup and he hits driver into the creek off of the off of his tee shot and i was like no freaking way did he just hit the ball like 200 yards past me like i get mine i fanned mine a little bit and it ballooned up in the wind but not that much further and then yeah so that's right he did so then hole one is like a 350 yard par four with the second tee box right behind the tee and then out of bounds over that tee and he apparently drove it over that Mm -hmm. which uh, was like out of bounds <laughs> yeah so he hit it like 375 or something it was just stupid i think he went like 65 67 and that was just made it look stupid easy yeah bryson dechambeau before bryson dechambeau yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> how often do you guys still play we just played yeah we played we got <laughs> snuck out and played nine before the storm tonight um who was izzy still kick your ass I think what I, did you I shoot was two tonight? over tonight. I didn't play. We needed one of us play over. Yeah. It's always <laughs> close between you guys. That's what's cool. It's always really close. And you guys are really both competitors. I mean, I've uh, played. Yeah, talk to me. Well, I'm done ever playing against Izzy again because she beat me from the men's tees last time I played with her. And I said, that's it. Nope. <laughs> done. Done. So. Is that when Andrew shot is 65 when you, me, and Camo were out there? I don't think that was. I think this was just a nine holer. Okay. Uh, I think you shot 38 or 9, and I don't know. I was 40 something, but that was still to this day the most impressive golf round I've ever seen. <laughs> Didn't he just shoot a 65, too? I did just shoot 65 at Hillcrest in, in town, actually, and I, I bogeyed hole one and two and then rattled off eight birdies on the last 16 holes. Okay, that was probably a little more professive than, but the Rochester <laughs> one was, I mean, because I, what I remember vaguely about that was I remember a hole nine, you hit your second shot in the water. And you had to drop literally from a hundred out and you got up and down for a 33. And I looked at camera and I said, we could be in for something special. Because, <laughs> and then, and then we were hustling to get the round. Yeah, in. I remember it was in dark, yeah. Did, did you, I know you birdied the last two. Did you birdie the last three that night? I think I drove 18. Yeah. I think I drove. So I think so. I, must, I may have. Cause we knew what you needed to get and you knew it. And that was mm -hmm. crazy. That was, that was so much was fun. fun. That was funny because I remember we were like originally going to play nine holes, and then he's like, Well, I shot Let's pretty well. We should keep going. Yeah. And then yeah. it was playing dark. So, like, you and being Camel stopped yeah, playing and just yeah. let him go. <laughs> and what's impressive is I've played with other people who've went low on like their first nine, but usually they just blow up on the back. And I've never seen anybody do that back to back. That was fun. Tied to course record. So, yeah, it was cool. Got to beat it next time. I know. Same. <laughs> Where did I leave a shot out there? Yeah. Somewhere. Isabella, <laughs> Isabella is a med school grad. Um, how's the experience been like working in the medical field during this pandemic? It's been crazy. I got lucky that I was on kind of like more outpatient based rotations when it all like hit originally. So I was 
basically not in the hospital and they weren't doing outpatient clinics really at that period. So, but now we're back kind of in the swing of things and people are going out and not in quarantine anymore. So it's kind of like hitting harder a little bit, but it's lucky because the pediatric side, they're not, they're definitely seeing sick kids and they're definitely getting sick, but it's not as hard hit as the adult side. They were talking about like pulling we have a group of doctors who are med peds, which means they practice in both adult and pediatric medicine. And so they'll spend half their time with us, half their time on the adult side. And so they were talking about like pulling them to the adult side because they might need help. But luckily we kind of, with the quarantine, got everything down and weren't needing to do that. Thank God. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I know. I know we've both been thinking about you because that's a tough, tough field to be working in right now, but very well respected too and well and very needed oh i i know you do so you're my hero thanks josh <laughs> that's all the questions okay, I, have. I got some more okay, so. oh, okay. I, I got some more random just kind of fun <laughs> questions perfect so. keep coming. Most, most memorable golf shot of your life i have like two I guess. I don't know. There's one that I use for like when I want to have like a good swing thought on my driver. It was actually from the Madison course. Hole 11 was like along this tree line basically on the right side and it ended up curving right, but I always played it like right off the tree line and drew it in. So it was like the most perfect drive I've ever hit. So I always envision that, but then I think probably, I don't know. I I don't have a hole in one, so... (laughs) I've had a couple eagles from the middle of the fairway, so mm-hmm. I can remember those. But it'll happen. It's more luck than anything. It is. It's yeah. it's insane that it hasn't happened. Yeah, not much. With not the much amount to play, of times I've know. played, it's really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, just think, some PGA Tour pros don't even have a hole in one. True. What was the stat with like Tiger hasn't had one in like eleven years or something after having like twenty and like ten yeah. years or something stupid that came out a couple months ago? Where like, yeah, hey, he had. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was wild. And you know, I know some people who have had. A bunch, like in a couple year span, and then haven't had any in yeah. like a decade, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. And yours is your whole one, I take it, Andrew. Probably uh, the only one I can. The other one I could think of is like my like junior year tournament at Dayton at Nash. It's NCR. I think it's Nash National Cash Register. There's one. There was one green that was just a, like a huge bowl, and the pin was like back right. And our coach was like, "You got to get below." I was like, "Everybody's three putting. Like, you've got no chance to make a putt." And I had like 175. I hit a seven iron up the, like the right, and it just trickled down and went in. And I was just ecstatic up there. And then like I wa- I think everybody in my group three putted, and I'm standing there with a two, and I'm like, thank God I didn't have to putt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're uh, yeah, you're albatross. That's uh, yeah, pretty cool. The only thing I don't like about that one is that was like it was right before a storm, and I was just playing a couple holes, so I didn't actually get to play around. Yeah. Um. So that was at the Culver Academy course in high school. I hold out from yeah. Because I, I, I'll go out on a limb and say not too many people have both a hole in one and an albatross. That's yeah. pretty crazy. So, uh, c- current favorite golfer? Dustin Johnson. I knew that one. <laughs> hmm. Does Ernie Els count? He's always been my, he's been my go-to. He's not really playing that much anymore. Phil is getting up there. I didn't like Phil like 10 years ago, and now Phil is my favorite. He, he's I mean, how can he not at least enjoy what he does on social media? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He knows his game's not consistent, yeah. so he's like, I'm just going to have fun. Yeah. It's so, so. funny because he, like, showed me a video of him, like, making this special coffee in the morning oh, where yeah. he puts, like, <laughs> cinnamon, medium chain MC2, fatty yeah, MC2, acids yeah. and, like, yeah, yeah uh, and then cinnamon. And every morning now I've been finding cinnamon on yep. the counter. Yeah, I'd be like, Phil, get my <laughs> anti-inflammatory in my coffee. Is that what he said, I think? Yeah. Work, yeah. work those calves and uh, he was – he was phenomenal Saturday on commentary. Yeah. He was phenomenal. Yeah. He was really good. Um, least favorite golfer right Ricky now. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> Some days he's my least favorite. Uh, Bryson's up there for me. Oh, come on. I'm with you. I'm like the only guy who likes him. I don't know. I will say he is interesting. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's a must watch. I didn't care. Like, you're right. I did not care about him at all. Yeah. Probably Patrick Reed. Oh. I, I like the way Patrick plays on the court. Yeah, like, I think he's a great player. Yeah, but I don't he's, like a, he's a jerk. Too. He's an absolute uh, jerk. So before 
I didn't. I kind of liked Patrick Reed before the hero last year, where he was clearly like digging a hole in the sand, and yeah. oh, I didn't. I didn't do that on purpose. It's like, yeah, no, you pretty, you clearly did. Like you knew yeah. what you were doing. Like, I like his Ryder Cup anti-Europe stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say when he was playing Rory and he did the shush yeah. the crowd, that was oh, great. Awesome. I I always appreciated that. <laughs> I, I'm not a Brooks Kepka guy. I'm, I'm not a, either. I don't. I know my oh, yeah. dad really likes him. I don't like him. I think it's an act. I think mm-hmm. it's all like, oh, I don't. Well, well, why do you play better at majors? Because like, I try. Like that's like, he just. I think it's just a whole an act. It didn't hurt my feelings to see him struggle yesterday. Yeah. So, well, I got to ask this question. Andrew knows it's coming. I ask on every interview: Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Thank you. <laughs> In like, its own category. Hey, I have people argue that it's a sandwich to me. So who who was the most? Who's been the most? Uh, had the most opinionated about it. Like, oh, clearly it is. My Coach dad. Brian Hooker. Oh, yes. He uh, said, yes. It's yes. not only a sandwich, it's, it's a, a delicacy. delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a great interview. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was, he was always fun to have on the show. Yeah. Uh, favorite sports teams. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the dogs basketball team, clearly. Um, I grew up like going to Milwaukee Bucks games. I'm not going to say like I'm a diehard fan because I definitely like. They're good though. They're good. Track, and I'm not trying to say it just because they're doing great this year and last year. But one quick story about that: my grandma had actually passed away my first year of medical school, and she was a huge Bucks fan. She literally would do the box score of every game That's and true. watch it. And so when she was kind of getting sick because she ended up dying of cancer, I like emailed the Bucks like facebook group and i was like hey is there any way i can get like a signature of jason kidd because she loved him she's like he's our coach like he's so amazing (laughs) and so like i kept trying and i never got any response i was like well dang it that really stinks and then one day i was actually visiting you and i got like a call from a milwaukee number on my phone and like half the time all the spam calls are milwaukee numbers because that's where my number is from and so I didn't pick it up. And then I'm like, oh, they actually left a message. And it was like, hey, Isabella, it's so-and-so from the Bucks. I'm trying to call you to get in touch with you to get your grandma's address. And they ended up sending her this letter that was, like, very personalized and, like, said, good luck with your fight against cancer and all these things. And then Jason Kidd actually signed it. And so she literally carried it around until oh, she man. passed away. So, like, it was the most meaningful thing. And the fact that their organization did that for her, I thought that was awesome. That's, 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 that's really awesome. neat. And yeah. then the Packers. I knew that one. I fans over there. Hate Aaron Rodgers. The Bears suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we don't like the Bears, but we're not Aaron Rodgers fans. We'll say that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. He's kind of weird. Goes, he goes up. Yeah. He's kind of weird. Oh, I think he's uh, very fun to watch on the field. Yeah. Yes. The stories I hear about him off the field, I'm uh, like, mm. but that's all right. Hometown or your home state team. Yeah. yeah. All right, oh, Andrew. Let's hear yours. <laughs> You don't want to tell him, tell him, J-Man? I mean, he's – I don't know. It's it's a painful, though. I'm a diehard Cincinnati Reds fan, and they've just been terrible my entire life, other than, like, outside of, like, three seasons that I can actually remember. Should have stuck with the Mariners. Well, that, that, that would have been worse. worse. That would have been worse, yeah. Yeah, they're not very good either. At least I can, like – at least the Reds, it's like a – like, it makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, at least they're they're two hours away. Like, oh, I'm sorry. It sucks. Yeah, they suck. Um too bad Griffey didn't go to like the Red Sox. They've won three in the past. I know. I don't know if I could have done it. I don't know if I could have been like a band. I don't like the Red Sox. I've never liked the Red Sox. I don't Sox. either. Giants. They won three. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Giants. Yeah. Pretty much anybody but the Reds. Are the you are definitely the biggest Reds fan I know by Easily. far. Up there. Not a sponsor of the show, Travis Watching. No. What's what is your take on Michael Lorenzen right now? I don't know. I I was stunned that he actually had like a 3.3 ERA last year. I felt like he's not great. I wanted him being like the starting center fielder last year when like when Nick Sandell got hurt. I wanted him in like center field like three days a week. It seems like every time I check the box score, he's given up a run. Um, This this, year, he's given up 10 earned runs and five in a third inning. Yep. Not great. No, no, no. no, Well, the whole bullpen's been terrible. I mean, the whole bullpen's bad. Your boy Pedro Strope, who I probably still terrible as well. I think he's hurt right now. Don't you dare talk about my boy hat to the left. 
Pedro Strope was the one that I think I got in arguments with you about when like the Cubs were complaining about the Reds and like Amir Garrett, like, oh, you can't, you're up there yelling. I'm like, okay, Pedro Strope like throws a strike and is like pounding his chest. It's like, ah, oh, 96 down the middle. Ah. One of the greatest relievers in Cubs history. Wasn't his ERA like four last year? Last year, his career ERA in seven years with the Cubs was 2.90. I said last year. I didn't say career. 4.97 last year. He wasn't great. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a computer in front of him. Don't let him fool you that he's doing this on top of his head. I played in Joe Madden. Who, who else you got? What other uh, team? So, grew up a big Purdue fan. Crossroads Classic is a tough one for me, so obviously you got to root for the Bulldogs, but then that's uh, a tough one. I'm so I don't root for anyone in that. It's true. I'm so glad next year's the last year of that event. Is it really? That was the contract, and if uh, it doesn't get renewed, I use going to pull out because they think they can get more money playing like Kentucky or Louisville. Purdue should pull out because they're pathetic in it, but yeah. uh, you are a part of the best Purdue podcast in the universe. Yeah. In this county. In the universe. <laughs> Yeah, and then I guess my NFL team. Being in Indianapolis, I'm I'm kind of I would say I'm a Colts fan now. I don't. You're a Saints I, fan. I am a fan. More a Saints fan because Drew Brees. I think he's a Buccaneer fan. I don't. Uh, why the hell was that? Was that was because of Mike Allstott? Kind of. And he had a Simeon Rice. Rice. That was a jersey. sweet jersey. A line but, then, but then I found out he went to Illinois, and then I said no, never mind. Yeah, yeah I don't blame you there. So, Boiler football fan. Yeah, which I know. Yeah. I don't want to talk about college football today. I'm sure I know. I talked a bunch about it. (laughs) Uh, Did you guys get through the podcast tonight or your show okay tonight? Yeah, we, I mean, you had that power outage, but, uh, yeah, I know, but I know it was texting texting before. You said it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, only weeped like twice. (laughs) (laughs) We we had to pause things and he just had to get the tears out. Yeah. That crying lady in the background. I don't know where that, where that, your neighbor's name. She really, yeah. Yeah. You can blame the dog. Wasn't me. Uh, last question, unless J-Man has another one, and then we'll let you guys go. Favorite athlete currently and one that isn't playing anymore. I guess two favorite athletes. Ray Ray. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Reggie, Miller, Reggie Miller's better. Uh, no, Ray That's Allen's definitely better. You shut up, J-Man. That's false. <laughs> um, and then I, I don't know, current. I have to think about it. Greek know. freak. I know. They actually have the same number. Did you know that? He's also yeah, 34. Yeah, yeah. I think Price 34 wasn't uh, retired. Uh, Sonic's probably retired it, you know. Uh, yeah. no, I don't know. Um, that was a weird trade. That was. Would have been Jordy Nelson, but uh, yeah. he's not playing anymore. No. That's a good one. Oh, man. I can't. You're making me. I was thinking, like, who am I going to think of for current? I was going to have a weird one, but now it's, it's obvious. Drew Brees. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. I was, I was gonna say, like, man, like, there's nobody really on the Reds that I like that much. I was like, Jay Bruce is <laughs> my favorite. Like, I like the Reds, but like, there's nobody that I'm like, oh man, I like that guy. He's clearly not a good Saints fan if he didn't even think of. I was, I was thinking Bruce. baseball. It's, it's August. It's baseball season. And just talking about the Reds. I was thinking, man, the Reds. But now Drew Brees, current, King Griffey Jr. Obviously, obviously. Yep. 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 Man, that was a little snarky there, Jay. Man. Obviously, I'm full of snark tonight. It's late. No. Full of, you're, you're full of something with an S. Starts with an S. <laughs> That's just mean. You're a mean I want to ask some Tanner and J-Man. I don't know if you've played. You've oh, ever boy. played golf, Josh? I feel like, didn't you play with us once in Twilight in like high school? And didn't we decide you're better right-handed than left-handed? He is better right-handed. Yeah. I've seen it. Um, I I did top golf that one time at Camo's. Yeah, Camo's bachelor party. That's right. Yeah. Um, I happy did. Happy Cam, by the way. I, yeah, happy birthday. Oh. Yes, I meant to do that on the yeah. phone. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I played golf in 2014. It was just a family outing with all my dad's side of the family. And uh, we just did like a best ball type deal. And they took my ball like three times. There you go. We, we didn't think, do very well. I but think the, four, <laughs> the four of us need to get in a scramble sometime. Be fine, there you yeah. go. I will swing and miss and let you guys. You be the designated beer drinker. You just t- you're really good at being the designated <laughs> guy. You make a few pots. That's all you need, Jamie. And that's that's valuable. What way do you swing the baseball? Left yeah. baseball. Okay. Lefty. Left-handed. I've seen yeah. him on the range before, right-handed, and I thought he's better right-handed. But that's weird. Maybe it was the club. Could have been. It 
could I think it, it was a teacher. It, it was a teacher, Tanner. I, I, I was so focused on actually hitting the ball and not swinging as hard as I could that I just wanted to make contact. And that's probably why I look better right-handed. Good enough. I can't hit a ball left hand and save my life. It's just ugly. I've thought about it. Like I really, I'm not very good either, but I was like, I wonder if like, I just like forced myself to go for like a week, like if how much better I'd get. I feel like, I'd, I feel like you'd pick it up. I know, kinda, I'd be curious to see like how much, what I could shoot. Honestly. I know camo and I always talked about he playing right handed, me playing left hand against each other for nine holes and see what we could shoot. But it would take yeah. like four hours, yeah. but, but we never, we never have done that. Eventually. You look like a twilight one night when, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. I don't know if I can. Oh, I oh, I don't know. I don't even want to guess. But hole one, hole get, one, you get stuck on hole one, and you I would creek. I'd have to hit a worm burner for like. Oh boy, <laughs> you have to hit it across the bridge, like putt it across the bridge. I, I probably would. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> you could have Webby and I join you in. We'd, oh God, we'd have one hole done. Webby's a lot better than I am. I've never seen you two play at the same time, so I can't. I can't. I've never seen Webby. Sw- well, yeah, top golf, top golf. Yeah. He is a lot better than I do. But yeah. Maybe. Any other, any other questions you got for us? Well, we can. How, how are you playing? How are you playing, team? Did you play? Uh... I hopefully get cleared by the doctor tomorrow. I've been out the last two weeks with severe tendonitis in my left shoulder. He's oh, eighty years that. old. <laughs> I was the problems, I was playing well, and then I got a cortisone shot and some exercises, and it feels oh, great wow. right now. So. Hopefully, I get cleared tomorrow and I'll be back because I, I missed think, a few tournaments. I think Isabella would have diagnosed you with Poseidus. <laughs> you just need some cinnamon in your coffee, anti inflammatory, just like Phil. Yep. Yep. What would Phil do? But yeah. I, had, I had been playing good till then, but yeah. it's two weeks has been really bored. <laughs> yeah, I know. I bet. But we're, we're left shoulder? Left shoulder. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know. So she <clears throat> said it was over usage. Like, yeah. Whatever. I was going to say, mm. I remember my instructor who I went to for a year in high school, he was like, your swing is going to ruin your left shoulder. And I was like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> it's a future problem. Uh, I hope that's not a problem because my swing, I don't want to have to re- retool. Well, I, I, you know, my John Daly swing. So clearly I am torquing my left shoulder much more than you probably do because you have an Wait, actual parallel swing. <laughs> oh, no. Are we still live? <laughs> Josh Munt. J Man. Oh, out. <laughs> we apologize for the sudden end to our interview with former Butler golfers Andrew and Isabella Eiler. Had some severe storms come through the area and we lost power and it never came back on. But we really appreciate them joining the show for an exclusive interview. Always fun to catch up with great friends of the podcast. It was fun to hear them tell their stories and experiences of their playing days at Butler. If you'd like to hear more stories, interviews, episodes, all of the above, all the good stuff from the Tandem J-Man Show, be sure to click that like button on Facebook. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Tandem J-Man Show. Of course, you can watch all of our episodes live every Monday night, 6.30 Eastern Time on the ISC Sports Network. And... You can get catch all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you find your favorite podcasts at, we're probably on there. So click the subscribe button. Make sure you listen every week. Give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, I'm Tanner Lee. See you later. <laughs>